Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builders' labour is a name to make a man feel proud Good morning from the Concrete Gang, 8.55 on your AM dial, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And this morning we've got in the studio with us today, because Grilla's away, so this could all go to shit. It looks like it didn't about <laughs> five seconds ago, we just went off air. So I've got Chubbs and the Swan. Morning, Kevin. How are we? Good, boys, good. And, you know, Grilla's gone, so I brought in the heavy, heavy hitters. National Secretary of the CF. M-M-E-U. Christy Kane's joined us this morning. Are you there, Christy? Yeah, I am, mate. How's everyone? Hey, Christy. Good, brother. Good. So, Christy, what's going on, mate, over there in Liverpool? What's going on? But just before, I want a big shout-out to the Canuff workers from the executive uh, all over the country. Um, and as you all know, the... MUA have just thrown $60,000 to that uh, dispute down there in Port Melbourne. Great effort. And everyone, mate. So, uh, now a big shout out to them. Now, coming to the Liverpool Dockers dispute, I want to run you through a few things which is real important so listeners uh, understand, especially people uh, who are um, in Australian super, understand what's going on with their money. Um. In 1995, 500 Liverpool Dockers got sacked for not crossing a picket line. They were out uh, and locked out for two and a half years. Two Christmases, the snow and the rain, uh, and that dispute was lost. The company involved in that dispute was Peel Ports. Um, and the reason they lost that dispute was a man called Bill Morris, who is now Sir Bill Morris, who was head of the union at that time, um, sold out the workers. 
And Shame. 28 Shame. years later, they've dockers have reorganised themselves. They're now 100% union in Liverpool. And um, I've got to say, uh, they, no, they balloted their members uh, for a cost of wage living increase. Now, over there, as you know, inflation is running at 12.8%. 12.8%. And it's, it looks like it by January it's going to go to 15 16%. And mm. um, people are doing three jobs. And, in fact, these dockers haven't had a wage increase. Um, between 1995 and uh, 2022 this year, uh, all they've had is a couple of pounds... Uh, wage increase, uh, and it's miles behind. Uh, the equivalent wages is around $800 for a 40-hour week, and that's why the dockers have got to do 70, 75, 80 hours work uh, to try and live. Peel Ports, at the same time, have made uh, um, massive, massive millions and millions of pounds in profit, which means... Uh, um, Australian super uh, are making millions and millions of pounds as well. Why are we going to talk about Australian super? Well, they're the second biggest shareholder uh, and the owners of the Liverpool docks. They own over a third, 37.4%. Now, uh, they are a fund of about $288 billion dollars. Uh, and they are owned by the ACTU and a AIG Group. Uh, on the board is Michelle O'Neill, the Vice Chair, Dan Walton from the AWU, Glenn Thompson from the Metalworkers, and there's another lady from the ASU. Um, can't remember her name at the moment. But they're all on the board. That's disgusting. Uh, now, there's also another big pension mob from the Netherlands involved in the Liverpool docks, but they're not as big as Australian Super. And what I want to put on, on this show, and I will be saying it at the ACTU Executive, do, uh, this is workers' capital. This is workers' money working for bosses against workers getting a cost of living wage increase. It is absolutely, absolutely disgusting, in our view. Um, and there they are making millions and millions of pounds over there, and they can't give dockers a, a cost of living wage increase. Um, so the support has gone out. The call has gone out from Unite the Union, 1.2 million members or 1.5 million members, uh, asking for support uh, for these dockers in this dispute. And uh, let me tell you, uh, while they've been negotiating over the last week, um, they've there's two things they've done. The company, the steel ports, have gone into negotiations not to talk about a cost of living wage rise, but now because they've asked for that, they've uh, gone in and said, yeah, well, have some of this. We're going to sack 132 dockers because you're asking for a uh, cost of wage uh, living increase. And on top of that, mm. they put an ad out, um, basically asking to train scabs to come in uh, and, and uh, excuse the language, fuck over workers, using workers' money, blood mm -hmm. money. It's nothing but a union-busting exercise. Mm -hmm. 
and the ACTU. We're calling on them. We're calling on the unions. We're calling on the executive. And let me tell you, the ACTU have said uh, in a resolution that they fully support the, the uh, Liverpool Dockers' claims. So we're asking them again, especially them unions who are on the board, to support the Dockers, uh, to get in touch with Peel Ports. Um, and the ask is quite clear. Give them a cost-of-living wage increase. They shouldn't have to work 80 hours a week to try and live. They shouldn't have to work two or three jobs to try and live. And, uh, you know, the Australian unions over here now have got together, the building unions and the maritime unions, and that is uh, the ETU, CFMEU, CFWMEU, the metal workers in Victoria and, uh, and um, the plumbers. Um, have all come together and put a joint statement ready to go. It's going out there to the uh, Australian Super and we're saying quite clearly that um, if they don't fix this dispute, then uh, the building unions are going to be marching on Australian Super and no one wants to see that, no one wants to do that. But um, if they put us in a position where we have to support workers uh, and, you know, this is international solidarity. You've seen, you know, workers all over the world. You've seen them in the States support the CUB dispute, the Teamsters. You've seen the ILWU support the Dockers uh, uh, Patrick's and around the world here in Australia. And it's our turn, uh, you know, globally to make sure that these multinational companies like Peel Ports uh, pay workers properly. Absolutely. Give them good conditions give them cost-of-living wage increases and make sure they go home safe to their loved ones. So we're not going to drop off. And, uh, in fact, if it isn't resolved this week uh, or the end of next week, then, obviously, we're going to step it up. We know there's shareholders' meetings. Uh, we know there's uh, things going on down there at uh, Australian Super. And not only are we going to step it up here in Melbourne, uh, we will escalate it around the country. Uh, so Australian Super, be aware that uh, we don't want to blue with these guys, but um, there is a responsibility uh, for us to make sure that workers get paid properly wherever country they're in. And, uh, you know, uh, workers' capital should work for workers, not for bosses, rotten bosses like Peel Ports. And 100%, the union won super, and now our money's getting used to screw over workers in a different country. We, would, we wouldn't cop it if it was in the middle of Melbourne, and we're not going to cop it in Liverpool. You know? No, and I exactly right. Um, so if you just take, for example, CFUS, if they uh, invest in a building, they make sure that it's Australian rates of pay, safety on the job, delegates on the job, and, uh, you know, it's union rates. Yeah. Um, so, you know... Australian Super has got a lot of digging to do, and they should look at themselves. Uh, and especially if these unions are all on the board, they should be screaming their heads off now. Make no mistake about it. They should be supporting those workers. Or what are they going to do? There's an ad out there. They want to sack 132 dockers. They want to bring in scabs. I said, what are we going to do over here? Endorse that through Australian Super? I don't think so. And so we're, we're going to have a go and we'll be standing. If we've got to send a delegation across to Liverpool, we'll be standing on them pickets with them and we'll expose uh, this Peel Ports for what they are. They are just a union-busting company. 
especially how long since they've had a pay rise, you know, and the cost of living going through the roof, you know. You see, I've seen, I was looking at some of the stuff last night, you know, how they're getting victimised in the media. Mm. You know, they're trying to just put food on their family and have a proper life. They're working 70 hours a week. That's... And like Christy said, the, the company's made record profits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mass record the profits. Yeah. I mean, Australian super could fix it themselves, the amounts of profits mm. they've made on the backs of these Liverpool dockers. Um, very easily. Mm. Um, you know, and I don't think, you know, uh, I think they've just had enough, these workers. I mean, there's nearly 700, I think there's 680 dockers. Uh, and to be threatened with the sack because you're asking for a cost of living wage increase to feed your family is well, well over the top. Absolutely. And uh, I know uh, the Liverpool dockers won't be copping that. They've tried to ballot and send their letters to their homes uh, to try and split the dockers. That hasn't worked. They've tried to put ads in the paper. That hasn't worked. Uh, and obviously they're saying they'll train up scabs to come in and take their jobs. Well, good luck to that one. Because uh, now we're getting on board with all the European docker workers, dock workers in America, dock workers around all around the world that coming behind uh, the Liverpool dockers, saying you'll you'll never walk alone again. Yeah. And uh, if we've got to take action here uh, to put some sense into this dispute, we will. Especially when you hear the UK government talking about changing laws so unions can't go and strike over there and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's just fucking out of control. But you would afford our money ethical. Like our union should be spending our money ethically. Mm. You know, we shouldn't be screwing over workers. We shouldn't be screwing over the environment. Any of that sort of stuff. You just take it for a granted. But yeah. mate, no. and especially when you look at the CEO of Australian Super, I was looking at it yesterday. He's on one point seven three three million a year, which but, works out about thirty two grand a week. That's so that's the that's the. That's, again, the fundamental flaw of the Liberals' um, sort of um, pitch that they give to people that, you know, trickle-down economics, again, how it doesn't work. Like we said, they've made record profits. The CEO's on that kind of uh, a, a salary and they're refusing to give the workers any more than the, the bare, bare minimum. Yeah, and they're trying to criminalise workers for asking for more. Mm. It's, it's fucking, it's, you know... Shameful. And the, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I know there's a meeting with this... The CEO is Paul Schreider. Um, yeah. And I know there's a meeting going to be asked of him uh, uh, very quickly uh, to intervene in this dispute. And um, But I'd ask is very simply, pay them the cost of living wage increase. Mm, exactly right. You're making millions and millions and millions of dollars. And not only that, we're now, we're now researching the whole company. We want to know who all the shareholders are. Uh, who's, who's involved with Peel Ports, mm. we'll know who's involved with Australian Super, we'll reach out to all the workers uh, from Australian Super and we want them to ask questions. What are you doing absolutely screwing over workers with our money? As I say, workers' capital should work for workers and uh, that's what it's all about. <laughs> um, so it looks like if this glue doesn't get sorted out in the next week, then... Uh, We'll be stepping it up a notch, and um, we won't be stopping till they get their just rewards. Uh, you know, I don't even like saying it. Very minimum, uh, getting a cost of wage increase. Yeah, and no doubt, them unions on them boards. You know, you're there to represent the best interests of their members. So you know, you can pass, you you can say all the stuff on the microphone, Michelle, but you got to back it up too. 
You know what I mean? So, yeah, we need this resolved. Absolutely. Well, hope, hopefully, you know, they've all said to me, oh, yeah, we're going to ask the question. Well, uh, you know, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Just asking a question is no good to them workers. That's they've a- got to do something. Um, and being the second biggest shareholder, they have a big say. It's millions and millions of pounds. Then they themselves, and I think they're apart by about 3%, 4%, they themselves can pay that. They haven't had a wage increase for six years, for Christ's sake. Unbelievable. So, you know, and, and when you think about it, I've never, I didn't realise, but the equivalent that they're on is $800 a week. Then you take the tax out of that. Jeez. Then you've so got nice. all your bills and your food to pay. And it's not cheap to live over there at all. Not at all, I know. So, no, um, I think, uh, you know, hopefully we get this resolved and we move on and... Um, you know, we can all get along okay, but uh, if we don't, we won't be stopping. And I know, I know the result from the Liverpool Dockers, and I was talking to them again last night, they're not going to stop. And, uh, you know, they're going to have a go and get what they're entitled to. All right, Christy, um, mate, we're with you. And obviously, mate, anyone in Australian Super, you know, call your Super Fund. Tell them you're not happy with your money getting invested in in the, there. They got to fix this blue. Mm. Otherwise, we're going to lift it up. We stand in solidarity with our brothers and sisters over there in Liverpool. No doubt, hundred percent in, hundred percent win. All right, brother. Guys, and thanks for the time, and thanks for the, uh, all the listeners who listened. To great show. Good on you guys. Best show and highest rating show at Free CR here, I'd have to say. (laughs) And we'll cut straight to a track. We're a little bit behind the eight ball today. And this one goes out to Australian Super, Billy Bragg.
What a great song, Billy Bragg, and I've broken the microphone. So, yeah, good morning. Obviously, it's fine was, this morning. you know, obviously we've got a bit going on in the industry. We had a shoppies meeting yesterday, um, where you know we've still got the uh, picket line down at Canalf. I think I said that right. Canalf. Uh, right. <laughs> um, so at the shoppies meeting, past everyone endorsed that we're putting levies on jobs. So the shoppies are out collecting. You know. Obviously, we've got a lot of workers down there that are in the struggle, and you know they're they're us. You know they're CFMU members, so we, you know, we back it up. We're not like a lot of unions. They say what we're going to do. They're at day thirty-eight today on the grass. So you know, and the plant's been shut down for eight weeks as well with OHNS. So these people, they, they want a wage increase, obviously, just and to they, keep cost yeah. of living, like Christy said, and they also want the OHNS in the in the in the joint fix yeah. as no. Yeah. You boys have been down there. It's pretty bad in there. Yeah, it's 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 comparable to um to third world um sort of conditions. Um management just have a piss poor attitude when it comes to sorting the issues out. Um, you know, the no brainer stuff, first aid, proper amenities, female toilets, um their tack on the day was get the workers together and threaten them with illegal industrial action. Um, if they don't go back to work uh, in those unsafe conditions until WorkSafe came out and um, put a few notices on them. Um, the other thing just to mention as well, Chubbs, I don't know if you want to talk about it, is the the main one that the workers are fighting for out there is um, Canal for pushing hard for a casualised workforce. Yeah, correct. So Canal obviously pushing hard for that. Um, the blokes don't want it. They want to be in control of who's working there, essentially, you know. Everyone knows that there's no um, security and employment in casualised workforce. So, but Canalfa, you know, standing strong and pretty much not budging on that at all. So, hence why we're still in the grass at day 38. But everyone's going strong down there. And like you mentioned, Swanee, um, yeah, the conditions on in all the factories and including the trade uh, facilities that are s- separated, spread out around the state. Um, in the back, there's like distribution centres and. It's the same everywhere. There's there's no risk assessments with plants. There's there's thing like plant flying around everywhere and persons walking around and it's it's a it's a miracle that no one's actually been injured just yet. And there's inches of thick dust laying around the warehouses and it's just horrible. Especially mm. when you like, you got a report yesterday, a worker died in one of their plants, I believe. That's right in Germany. I Germany, think. and the exact same machine because it, it had no gout. Uh, Guard, uh, guard on the belts. The exact same machine is here in Melbourne, and we don't have any guards. That's and it. they didn't tell tell the workers that either. Yeah, you know so what the I mean? bloke yeah. lost his hand in the in the belts, and then um, Bled, later yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so his hand had to get amputated. Then uh, I think from those injuries, yeah, he yeah. passed away unfortunately. And like I said, yeah, exact same thing here, and no guard in Port Melbourne. Yeah. Mm. So obviously, you know, you, you know, the history, the DNA from that company. Obviously, it's an, with Borrell and all that sort of stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Another multinational trying to stand over workers. Well, you're up against the CFMEU, and we ain't known and backing down, and we're, we're going to be here to the end. And now, you know, if you, you know, boys have been on the grass for that long. Now we're putting the hat around. So yeah. you know. We're here for the long haul. We're ready yeah. for it, so bring Plus it on. Had, yeah, um, right behind yeah. all those workers, yeah. The union have all chipped in too, um, 
help out. So I think yeah. there's a uh, hundred thousand from hundred and seventy and then uh, fifty from the ETU and twenty from the plumbers and sixty from and 60 now from, from the MUA. mighty MUA. That's right. So, so. Yeah. And that's only the start. You know, we'll be getting larger. And like I said, now we're now we're levying all our membership. So we're here for the long haul. Steady income. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, and mate, we also at the shoppies meeting we had a life member get inducted. Um, the nu- number hundred and three. So Martin Bingham, that's so right. BLF official. So he got his life membership. You know, that's it. It's you, when you think in the union's history, we've only had 103 people get life membership. It's that's many. a pretty it's good not a effort. Great deal, right? yeah. You reckon one day one of us might get it? Maybe. Yeah, have to be around yeah. for a bit longer. If we get down to canal sites and breathing in dust, we might not be around for it. But <laughs> I want to know who the 100 was. I think Warren might be close. It'd be between Warren and End, I reckon. Did Warren? Yeah. So, mm. yeah, we would have been good to be number 100, eh? So, <laughs> nice. Shout out to Warren. Obviously, you boys have been doing a bit of campaigning on the non-EBA stuff as well. So, how's that been going? Yeah, well, it's, we're um, just in it's, relation to their OHS. In relation to the OHS, it's pretty poor. Um, again, the blatant disregard for safety—it's just—it's ridiculous. You go on these sites, and you know, there's fall from heights, slip trips, and falls—just your basic OHS issues—and it's just scattered throughout the site. And you try to bring these issues up, and a lot of the time, you just—they dig the heels in and fight back and. They treat us like we don't know what we're talking about. We do this stuff every day, and um, yeah, it's 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 bad. This one, yeah. Um, positive is um, they're starting to come around now. A lot of them, and they're uh, they've, they've uh, taken security away, and they've realised that when they ring Vic Pole, because the permits and everything are in place, and we're entering um, legally, there's not much Vic Pole can do. Um, so they're, I think they're seeing the writing on the wall. We're going to keep turning up, so make a choice. Either carry on and um, act like a goose or let us on the job, have an amicable chat about your OHS and sort out the issues for uh, your workforce. And we've got to, yeah, obviously, we've got to remember too, a lot of them workers on there, they're our members as well. You know what I mean? They've come from EBA and, you know, no one wants to get paid and treated like shit. You know, it doesn't matter what work environment you are. So, mm. obviously, we'll move into our scallywags because we're getting on a bit. So, what one do you got, boys? Australian Super would have to would have to be up there, I reckon. Uh, obviously, mate, we've got Maven. I believe the boys have been out there. Maven's been playing up a bit. I believe carrying on in San Albans, no traffic management, no permits, no first aid. Um, yeah, the, so the project manager, uh, the construction manager, I believe, has been carrying on like a gets a, a bit emotional. Gets a bit emotional. Wants to do a bit of live street fighter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one. Um, obviously, what other ones we got there, brothers? Uh, we got Aaron Ingle from CPB North East Link having a tantrum, calling one of our officials, Jerry McCrudden, corrupt because he's asking them to uh, put a first aid facility in. Watching too many uh, Soprano movies. I You're think, pretty Aaron. corrupt when you're asking for a first aid yeah. facility. Uh, basic necessities. You're That's corrupt. It. I want a first aid box. We can't miss these two. Uh, Ray and Dong, the two gang bosses from Hayden's that work eight other companies, and uh, they just rob workers. So yeah. there's a big crackdown on the gang bosses within the plastering and finishing trades industry. Um, it's not acceptable anywhere, but these uh, people are still continuing to try it on. And, and they the come officials. up with new tricks. We had a crack yeah. at them a while ago, that you know, and now we're having another crack at them again. Yeah. Um, is there any other ones there, lads? Um, Obviously, Kniff. 
Canal. 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 Yeah, they're right the first time. Yeah. Australian yeah. Super Australian and the Super, obviously, yeah. Peel Ports. What about a Sukilala? Have we got a Sukilala? Oh, who's the Sukilala? You'd have to say Manny from Buddy Maven, wouldn't you? What is he? Street Fighter. <laughs> what is the official calling? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we can oh, say that. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably should say that, that one out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I reckon we'll give it to uh, to the Street Fighter. Street yeah. Fighter, yeah, Manny. Yeah, Manny. Have you got any yeah. other nominations? Suki Lala. I've got to admit, a bit of a Suki Lala. I've had a couple of bosses whinging about weather. And I'm oh, like, yeah. we've yeah. had the best run ever. You oh, know what I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know who we put in the Suki Lala? Old mate from Barrow Group, he's hooking about. Um, you reckon he got Facebook oh, videos, right. a bit emotional yeah, about that. The police called on. I tell you what, they yeah. do get a bit emotional about the old Facebook, don't they? Yeah. So, buddy, um, yeah, they they called the cops on us down at Barrow Group. Yeah, what on. is it like that? Like you know, they act like they're hard like people and try and stand over like union officials, and then they go and call the police. We have the legal mm. right to be there. We're representing members or potential members. We have the permits. It's we're going through the every yeah. every loophole they've made that we yeah. go through. Yeah, we're jumping yeah. through loops, and yeah. we're doing we're doing our part right, and you know they're out to get us. Yeah. But yeah. I do want to shout out too, and you know we've got a lot, a lot of members up in that Atuka region and uh, Rochester and all that. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, you know times. tough times with the floods and Absolutely. all that. But who are we going for, Scallyway boys? Give it to CPB, putting us on the corrupt. Yeah, yeah Aaron Ingle, give it to us. That's a bit rich for them. If you know what happened to their board <laughs> when they were Leighton's, please. Yeah. Good old Simic group. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he- hello. Yeah, we'll go CPB. And obviously... Suki Lala will give it to the street fighter. We've got to go out the same old way. Dare the struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning. How high's the water, mama? Two feet high and rise. How high's the water, papa? She said it's two feet high and rising. Well, we can make it to the road in a homemade boat, cause that's the only thing we got left that'll float. It's already over all the wheat notes. Two feet high and rising. How high's the water, mama? Three feet high and rising. How high's the water, papa? She said it's three feet high and rising. Well, the hives are gone, I lost my bees Chickens are sleeping in the willow trees Cows in water up past their knees Three feet high and rising How high's the water, mama? Four feet high and rising How high's the water, papa? She said it's four feet high and rising Hey, come look through the window pane. The bus is coming, gonna take us to the train. Looks like we'll be blessed with a little more rain. Four feet high and rising. How high's the water, mama? Five feet high and rising. How high's the water, papa? She said it's five feet high and rising. Well, the rails are washed out north of town. We gotta head for higher ground. We can't come back till the water goes down. Five feet high and rising. Well, it's five feet high and rising. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.